Hey, this is Brian Barletta, and this is Sounds Profitable for October 11th, 2022. Does podcasting have an ad frequency problem? This episode is sponsored by Podsites. Check out Podsites' latest podcast advertising benchmark report to see how your campaigns compare. Request the full report at podsites.com slash benchmark. As interest in podcasting continues to surge, so does the expectation that podcasting adheres to norms established in other advertising channels. Today, frequency capping takes the center stage. With Tom Webster on board, I recently found myself with a strong urge to investigate things I keep hearing repeated in the podcast industry that just don't sit right with me. One of them is that we have a major frequency capping issue. So a few weeks back, I reached out to Pete Bersinger of Podscribe, whose AirCheck tool was able to download, transcribe, and identify the ads in the last three months of episodes from the top 50 podcasts, according to Edison Research. Podscribe used the same U.S. residential IP addresses and a reputable podcast player user agent to download each episode of a show sequentially to replicate the experience of a listener mass downloading episodes. And the results were crystal clear. Frequency capping is not a major issue in podcasting. But there are some trends that we saw that are absolutely worth reviewing and walking through how we can continue to get better as an industry. What is frequency capping? In abstract, frequency capping is the idea of limiting the number of ads a user experiences from a specific campaign over a set amount of time. The value in frequency capping comes from research, like the studies put out by Podsites, that highlight the optimal exposure to an ad to drive a conversion over a period of time. In podcasting, frequency capping is done by utilizing the unique combination of IP address and user agent. For where we are in the podcast advertising lifecycle, this is a table stakes feature for any major hosting platform that offers dynamic ad insertion and is absolutely required if they support programmatic opportunities. Originally, I had thought to apply this logic to every episode downloaded, but many episodes downloaded in this test were within 90 days of their release date and still likely followed the same ad schedule they had at launch. If four ads per month was the desired frequency and we downloaded 12 episodes all at once, each originally released weekly with one ad in them, we didn't consider that an issue as binge listening was the variable. Instead, we looked for episodes that had the same advertiser placed multiple times. So let's take a look. The test. Over a period of 10 hours within the same UTC day, over 1,100 episodes were downloaded from the top 50 shows listed in the most recent Edison Research podcast ranker. 10 shows did not have any episodes released in the last 90 days and were excluded, and an 11th show only dropped one trailer. Nine of the remaining shows had duplicate ads in the same episode. Let's break down the type of duplication we saw. Sponsorship messaging and takeovers. We found a number of sponsorship messages 15 seconds or less on public media shows, replicated twice and occasionally as many as four times per episode, depending on the show length. The ads were so short in length that varying the creative would be nearly impossible, and most public media entities have constraints around these messages. These executions are seemingly intentional and within the guidelines of how these publishers tend to perform. In two other shows, we observed ads duplicated three to six times, sometimes back to back. But when we examine the episode's release date, the date of download, and the ads themselves, all of these examples were clearly identified as takeovers and likely intentional. The ads were the same per advertiser, some spread out across different ad slots and some unfortunately back to back. While this may have been as the advertiser intended, the lack of variance in execution likely led to a poor listener experience in those instances. Unique ad reads. 
We found a few shows that Podscribe flagged as having served three or more ads per episode from the same advertiser, but each ad read was unique within the episode and often between episodes. Upon listening to the ads themselves, we observed that these were clearly cost per acquisition ads and had enough variety and host engagement that they likely did not present an annoyance to the listener. CPA ads are incredibly powerful, certainly as a fallback if you have unfilled inventory, but for the right show, they can actually generate far more revenue than ads served via a CPM model. I was actually surprised we encountered so little of this. Deliberate excess. From over 1,100 downloaded episodes, we identified 56 episodes that featured the exact same dynamically inserted ad multiple times within the same episode, all from just four shows. The Rachel Maddow Show, Stuff You Should Know, The Breakfast Club, and Drink Champs. Every full episode monitored from these shows flagged two or more duplicate ads per episode, often from two or more advertisers per episode. Most of these episodes maintain the exact same ad break format of two to three ads, primarily repeating the exact same creatives in the same order for two to four ad breaks per episode. One caveat that is incredibly important to make here is that while this was very clearly a decision in how to execute the campaign— the experience was consistent after all. I can't in any way speak to whether or not the advertisers were informed or made the request for the campaign to be executed this way. Podcasting does not have a frequency capping issue. These shows do. This is an incredibly important distinction to make and one that has me very frustrated with the current discourse around fraudulent activity in podcasting. Many of these issues currently being reported about the medium are far less widespread than recent coverage would suggest. Wrapping it up. Tom and I spent a lot of time digging through this data, and while it may only represent the top 50 podcasts according to Edison Research, shows with the most inventory should see the most problems. I feel confident in saying that podcasting does not have a frequency capping problem. I do think we need to change some expectations and communicate more clearly. One ad per advertiser per episode is a thing that needs to be stated and not just implied. While there are reasons for running more than one ad per episode, the creative ideally should be varied and, even better, sequentially placed to tell a connected story. I truly feel even the worst offenders in this example could defend their choice if they had six unique rotating creative executions. Creative execution can't be overlooked. For buyers looking to accomplish more robust frequency capping down to implied listener, the IP address plus user agent, across their entire campaign, now is the time to explore programmatic buying. Any of the issues we encountered in our tests would have been avoided if the buyer had set a frequency cap of one per implied listener per day, week, or month. Heck, it would have even impacted our ability to experience that ad on other shows in our tests. Hosting platforms and podcast programmatic partners do need to provide more tools to help publishers avoid all of this as well. Better forecasting, booking, frequency capping, and competitive separation will enable them to set hard, show-wide rules on what their policies are. While today I can safely call this myth busted, it's clear that we need more standards in what we're selling and how we're reporting it to buyers. A shout out to Pete Bersinger and Podscribe for providing this data. I truly believe that all buyers and sellers should be using third-party verification tools to guarantee the success and safety of their campaigns. You can read more about our article on third-party verification tools in the episode description, and please check out our product deep dives from Podscribe and Thought Leaders linked below as well. Thanks again for listening to my article, Does Podcasting Have an Ad Frequency Problem? This episode was built using Spooler and is hosted on Omni Studio by Triton Digital.